What's up, everybody? I'm Kiyoshi. Bobby Foster. Michael Beveraji. And this is Take Away My Mic. Welcome, welcome back, everybody, ladies welcome. and gentlemen. We appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead and give a, I won't never do it, but I'm going to start doing this. Go ahead and like the video for us. It helps us greatly. Hit that subscribe yes. button. Come on back. Yes, I know y'all going to. You know, we talk about everything pop culture, and we just had a very, very interesting weekend. So much happened this weekend. Uh, but first, before we get into it, how you doing, Michael? Uh, I am good. A lot did happen this weekend. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, uh, oh, yeah. I had a good week. I don't know. I feel obviously like some heavy shit happened this weekend, too, like on top of all of the distractions that happened. Um, Listen. So we'll talk about that, obviously. But I, I hope this show serves as a, speaking of distractions, a good distraction for people that are looking for that right right about now that need that. Um, hopefully we can be that for you. Uh, highlight of my week on a personal level, my GOAT, Kobe Bean Bryant, three statues. Three oh, wow. statues. You don't see that ever. It doesn't happen. But Kobe doesn't ever happen as a human being. It's only happened one time in the history of life. <laughs> Has one Kobe existed uh, besides my dog? And um, yeah, uh, three statues is a really big deal. I can't wait. I'm taking a trip out there to see all those. Well, one statue exists now. I don't, they didn't say when the other two are coming, but I'll at least be seeing that one statue in May. And I'm very excited to do so. I've got that all planned out. So um, that's awesome. Wait, where is it? Staples Center, crypto.com arena, but really Staples Center. It's in Los Los Angeles. Los Angeles, to be specific. Yeah. Okay, awesome. How you doing, Bobby? Good. Um, just got out of physical therapy, uh, making some gains in there, so that's good. Um, but yeah, I just, I was hyped during the Super Bowl. Um, I was hype about Beyonce, which we're going to be talking about both of those. Uh, also just waiting till the leap year so I could play Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2. Let's get it. Yeah, really excited for that. That's the probably going to be game of the year right fire. there. Demo was it? Oh, it's so See, I can't play the de- Just like you don't listen to songs before albums come out, I can't play demos of video games. I just can't do it. I don't listen I to songs because that's just my brand. I'd, I'd rather listen to oh, the songs. It's more like, okay. a, like, a, like a business choice. But Got you. Yeah, I normally don't have any patience. Like the demo, I had to like get a, I had to get a bite. I had to get. See, a bite. I liked, I liked how Final Fantasy 16 did their demo, where like you right played away. it and then it continued. Like when you got the full game, is this like that? Is it like that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I, I do I, know. I did like I, that. I do know that you can skip the part of the demo you played when you get to the game. I know that. Oh, okay. I might have to play that then. I might have to. Um, so you don't, you don't have to like replay it. Got you. Uh, is there anything else? Um, I didn't talk about it last week, but I saw American Fiction. That movie was fire. Um, that movie was really good. I like that movie a lot. Is that uh, older, that's like is that an older movie. I never heard. No, of no, no. It just came out. It's with um. Have y'all seen Westworld? No. Have you seen that show? I, don't I know started it, but in. I never finished it. Well, the main the main guys from that. I don't know what else he's in, but uh, then it has Randall from This Is Us. Uh, Sterling K. Brown, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, and then Issa Rae is in there. Uh, Tracy Ellis Issa? Ross is in there. Jeffrey Wright. Um, um, who else? 
Anywho, great movie. That's like a good um, cast. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically about this idea of um kind of like selling out as a black artist. Um and kind of like a lot around that is a lot is a lot about black culture and how kind of like white corporations and all that use black culture for profit. And then like he's like an artist and he's like, Am I gonna sell out like to make this money or am I gonna make like this art I want to? It's a it's a it's a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Um Okay. Yeah, I think that's about it. I think that's about, I'm rewatching This Is Us on Netflix. I have talked about that on here before. I'm on the last season now. Damn, that show is good. Um, I want to cry like 15 times a season. It's it's great. Oh my god. What about you, Maya? What have you been up to? Rewatching The Bear. <laughs> ah, yes. I watch. Yes. I watched the first two seasons, but I was like, okay, now that I understand like the pacing and like everything about it i wanted to go back and catch everything that i missed just being caught up in how emotional and quick the show is and like the camera angles like it took me two times watching it to realize in that one episode that it was just one shot i was like oh because i was so focused yeah, was on everything else that was happening it's just such a great multi-layered show uh so i'm re-watching that um what else I got going on? I'm chilling, man. I feel good. I'm gonna keep getting on the podcast and saying medication works. If you need, <laughs> if you need medication, if you need antidepressants, go get them. Because I genuinely, I life just feels better for me now. So I, if you wouldn't use me as an example, I know everybody doesn't have the same experiences. Um, but I'm on Prozac. If anybody wanted to know. I don't have any qualms in sharing because it's literally changing my life. <laughs> like, like in a real way, uh, I feel like a functioning person and it's weird. So I'm just adjusting to that. That's all I've been, that's all I've been doing. I was like, wow, I have energy to, to do things. What am I going to do today? You know, but like <laughs> I, I'm getting so much done. I'm working on secret things. I'm taking care of my child who just hopped on my bed. You know, life is grand. Nice. For the most part, it's awesome. Productivity. You know, also, I genuinely don't know if I will be able to get through like things that happened this weekend if I wasn't on this medication. Just wanted yeah. to put that out there because emotionally, I was just rotted uh, for the obvious reasons. We're gonna get all get into all of that as well. But first, um, did you guys watch the game or did you just watch the halftime show like me? Okay. No, no, I watch. I'm a football fan. I watch every one of my team's games and pretty much every playoff game that comes on. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was one. Of, it was one of the. It was a little boring football wise. The first half, we got fucking overtime, which already makes it like a classic. You never get over like. Overtime. Oh wow! I think they said it was the second one. It's the second one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like that's a huge deal. Overtime in any sporting event. Um, also, the way they changed overtime was so much better. Yeah, I didn't know. See, I'm not a big football fan. I watch a playoff game here, Super Bowl. I watch the Super Bowl every year. Um, and like the way the the way the overtime worked before was like pretty much based off luck. Like if you won the coin toss, you pretty much won overtime, basically. So I like mm. how they switched it up. And it's it like a, less a luck based. Ago. A Did they? Ago. Yeah, it was like 2021, 2022. Wait, how does it work? Oh, how does it work ago? now? That, oh, if you watch. So football, now both teams ago. have a chance to score. Where before it was like whoever scored first won overtime. So if you won that coin flip, you be- and got that field goal, you won the whole game. So like that was kind of lame. Didn't like that at all. Hated oh, those gotcha. Um, so yeah, now I liked I liked it. Uh, and maybe I didn't know because like we said, like it's the second 
um, Super Bowl ever to go into overtime. And I only really ever watch overtime and like, I mean, the Super Bowl and a couple other playoff games. So, yeah, I didn't know about the rule switch, but that's dope. Uh, but I thought like, I don't know. I know it was boring to a lot of people because there wasn't a lot of scoring in the first half. But that defense was crazy. It was giving me anxiety watching it because <laughs> I was just like, they were locking each other up, and I was like, "Damn! Like, is this? This is?" is I didn't watch the game, off? but I heard like, that damn. they were fighting. Was there fighting? I heard that there was a couple fights. Almost broke out because people were. Oh, it's know, regular football. I mean, regular football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you a sports tragedy that happened. So this dude. I he was I I like I said I don't know too much about football but I think he was a a, a good player on on the uh, the 49ers and he just tried to run out on the field to like celebrate and he tore his Achilles. That's crazy. <laughs> that I was like, damn, like the imagine calm. your whole life trying to get to this game and you just run on the field to celebrate pop that Achilles. They're calling that the Colin Yikes. Kaepernick Car- the Colin Kaepernick karma is what they're calling that. Why what happened? What was it? Did he the like four, not support it or something? The 49ers in general did Colin Kaepernick. Oh. They did him wrong. And Damn. Uh, and the 49ers haven't exactly had the greatest luck since. And it looked like they had two players dislocate their shoulders too. So a lot of like injuries kind of randomly yeah. happening. Yeah. And then the 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 the, the muffed uh punt that just happened to touch the guy's leg. Like a lot of like unfortunate things happened. Yeah, and then their field the goal 49ers. got blocked, which never really yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, it was a great, especially the second. Yeah, if you love defense, the first half was great. Second half was just like and top yeah, two. Yeah, Mahomes just went straight Tom Brady like the last two minutes. It just that was that was crazy to see. Also, for people that don't know, this is the first time a team has won two Super Bowls back to back in 19 years, uh, and they have the chance to be the first team to get a three peat in the NFL. So I'm all for his. Wow. I didn't know people didn't like the Chiefs. I didn't know that. I had no idea because like I said I don't follow that much. But supposedly a lot of people hate the Chiefs. A lot of people don't like Mahomes or Travis Kelsey. I, I knew people didn't like Travis Kelsey because I thought it was because of the Taylor Swift thing. But supposedly they just don't like him regardless. Supposedly people think they're both super cocky or something like that. Um, I had no he idea. He was the one that time. I heard about. I he know. was yelling in his coach's face. I saw that as like a meme or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... It happens. I don't... I didn't, I didn't think too much of it, but I yeah. do remember when What's-His-Face did it. He got roasted in the press for so long. What what's his name? The um Antonio Brown. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got roasted for that for a long yeah. time. It, yeah, it doesn't so, help that he has a lot of instances of. Yeah, he has a history. Chaotic, chaotic Jesus. shit publicly. Also, are we not do, do people not like think he has CTE or do people think? Oh, he has he's CTE? Antonio Brown is the definition of CTE because he got knocked and then his whole personality changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he went from that. he yeah. went from like. One of the greatest of all time to like just like off a cliff, like yeah. because because of like the mentality, whatever happened about the CTE. Well, it was that hit, right? I, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Where he was, got laid out and then like just like was never the same after that, like mentally. Yeah, it's a yeah. real thing. Well, yeah, that was crazy. I didn't watch the game. You know, I I, I had my. I had my friends letting me know, you know, keeping a timer. They were like, okay, Maya, the second half's almost over. So I, I clocked in maybe two minutes left in the second half uh, and just sat and waited. That was a good time to tune in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I caught some f- hilarious commercials, too. I forget that, like, all these commercials come out during the Super Bowl. The commercials were actually good this year. Some good times in the commercials. Yeah, yeah that's what I heard. I like the commercials. 
I also knew that Beyonce was having a commercial because we saw the horse in a Verizon little yeah. clip that was out earlier. So I was like, okay, I gotta wait for that whenever that's coming. Uh, there were some companies yeah. I was like, how'd y'all get Super Bowl money? Like, how how is this? How'd y'all get a commercial? There was a few of them <laughs> I was confused by, um, especially yeah. the Jesus commercial. I feel yeah, like yeah. that was like how they get that much money. That's people's tides. I know, man. Joel, Joel Osteen. Like, <laughs> Pockets are lying. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. There's a lot of there's a lot of money in that business. People's tithes going to a Super Bowl commercial nowadays. <laughs> that Nickelodeon thing was hilarious. Yeah, no, that, they had a Leonardo DiCaprio joke. I screamed. It was Shot like 25. Look, 25 yard, 25 yard line. Leo's favorite number. <laughs> I was like, who's watching the Nickelodeon? Uh, watching the Super Bowl on Nickelodeon, they were like, "It's a lot of parents watching with their kids on Nickelodeon right now." Let's just throw throw some uh, jokes in there for the adults. If the Chiefs, you said they have a chance to go like three times in a row, three or whatever. Yeah, 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 Jesus, really- if they go again and like her and that man still dating and she does the suit, yeah, Jesus, that would be I'm a be lot. Mad if they don't that give was- the Super Bowl to Lil Wayne next year, I'm gonna be mad. It was awesome. Somebody said yeah. it's gonna be Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. It better be Lil Wayne. It better be like a whole New Orleans celebration thing with Lil Wayne in there. At least, like at least as a guest. You'll be like, mad. People gotta... were saying Wayne, Drake, and Nikki. That's what people he, were saying. He did say that Big no three. one's reaching out to him. He said it's been a ghost town on his end. <sighs> Dang. Do him does all Jay-Z I know like is Lil Wayne. I, have, I, have no <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that halftime. Look, well, let's get into it. Okay, let's talk about the halftime show because that's the only thing that I watched. Um, I took I took a decent amount of notes. I was so excited to see what he started with. Um, The warning at the beginning was hilarious. Talking about it might bring, (laughs) might cause singing, dancing. You know, protect your relationships. Yeah, there was like a Kiki thing. What was lungs. the thing at the very bottom? It, it was like, oh, that must be like a Kiki reference. What was it? I, I don't know. I thought it was that. Too. I thought it was that. It was like, watch out, you know, protect your relationships. Yeah. Like, that was a shout to Swiss Beats. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what that warning was for. Listen, hilarious. Uh, but he opened with caught up. And I was so happy. I was mm-hmm. so happy. I thought that that was the perfect song to open with. Um, and then after that was, you don't have to come. I I was pretty certain from that point that I was going to get all of my songs. Um, right. I, I actually liked how like when they zoomed into him, it was like my way since that was like his first big song. I like that. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. All the little touches. It was hard. Um, then he gave a shout out to his mom. And I thought that that was sweet because she, listen, shout out to Usher's mama because she protected him a lot from like the industry. She jumped in and was like, yeah, no, we're not doing this. And for many, many years, she was his manager. So like he, him giving her that moment of love. Didn't after he get a divorce, didn't he hire his mom back again? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, But but hold on. We're going too quick. We're going too quick. Okay. Okay. We're going too quick. So back towards the beginning. So everyone was saying his mic was low. It was low. So, okay. So Michael says, did did you think it was low, Maya? No, I didn't. I went back Could, and rewatched it. Michael, I thought it got louder later. He definitely switched mics. 
That was what, yeah. Once he switched mics, it got better. Yeah. No, I was watching on YouTube TV and I have a sound system and all that. I was wondering if it was like a broadcast thing or whatever, because it was not low to me, like at all. And then like when you watch yeah. it on YouTube, it's not low either. But well, I know they like YouTube, fix they could, fix, they could fix that on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, part. I don't they know. Definitely like, do I heard fix it something later. Clear. Yeah. <laughs> but the live, it very the clear. live feed, I, I, I thought it was low in the live feed. And then he switched mics and it clearly got better. And it got better? Okay. No, that part. Well, I was going to say, it didn't sound completely low until he switched mics. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I see what like the mic probably was, but I just couldn't tell. I was very, very hype gotcha. and emotional. I've said it so many times on this show. Conf <laughs> Confessions was the first CD I ever bought, ever. Um, I was in love with this man. So for him to yes. be on this stage Me many too. years later, and I'm fully about to be a 30-year-old woman, I was just sitting there like, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what I've always wanted. <laughs> you're, you're speaking through my heart. Like, I'm older than y'all. So I was going through Usher at a very important time in life like i was a teenager yes and fifth grade I was, I was listening to usher i was in high school and like usher yeah. like how old was i with confessions? Con confessions came out that was like a like a sexual change in my Wait, life you were I, you were in high school for confessions yes. I, i've said this on yeah 2004 i was in high school i've said this on so the channel like confessions was the, se the sexual awakening for me i've said that before I live. No, me too. I because I would have it. I first of all, I wasn't supposed to be able to listen to secular music, so I had somebody else buy me the CD, <laughs> and I had it in my Walkman, and I only listened to that CD at night in bed when nobody was in my room, and I would just sit there with my headphones on. And be like, I be, <laughs> living your I life. Listening to this, it was great. It, it was it was so so great. I don't yeah. know why I wrote this, but the riff, whatever riff he did, he was he had some excellent vocal moments as well because obviously he was moving and dancing around the whole time but he hit yeah. the riff the, ah, he hit that he hit a whole bunch of other little I, moments i'm mad at people i'm mad at people because people clearly just want vocalists to just have background tracks and not really sing that's what people actually want that's what people want people don't want the live open mic they really don't Really the mic was on, people, baby. The mic yeah, was people, on. People complain like you know they want like the studio quality version while he's over there dancing and singing and doing all this kind of stuff. Like, come on, the cl the closest we get to that, the two performers I've ever seen that like somehow have crazy vocal control, like while they're doing all that, is Beyonce and Lady Gaga kills that too with both of Period. them. Period. Um, speak what's true, friend. Yeah, <laughs> speak and, what's like, true. Late, like, whoo, yeah, both of them. Uh, but still, like, I like the imperfection of, like, the live vocals with the choreo and all that. It makes it human. Like, it makes it, like, actually art. Yes. Um, Because, yeah, people just want the background tracks, man. We need to do better. I feel we like do better as an audience. Y'all are, this because ain't nobody <laughs> used to performers. Hello, they still They're exist, not. especially for men. I know it's an anomaly. I know y'all aren't used to men hitting the stage the way Usher hit that stage. Um, But that's what performing is like. We're going to hear breath. We're going to hear moments that maybe aren't completely, completely crisp, but he still sounded amazing. And I was confused by some of them takes. I was like, do y'all not know? What live performance is the mic was on exactly. He's not gonna sound like the wreck. Like he, well, for me, he sounds like like the he did not have time. a background track. No like, track, the majority bro. of it. Like <laughs> it was crazy. No like he did during the hooks, and then like sometimes where he was doing like actual dance breaks, he would have the background track going. But like, yeah, his mic was just on. Like it was just on. Um, and I liked it. Mm. I liked that. 
I don't know if I'm biased because I love Usher. Like we all love Usher in here. Like, yeah, I feel like he really would have had to bomb for me to not like it. Like he would have had to just like tank it. Um, but I loved it. I yes. What do you think of his vocals, rap. Michael? His voice is a little different now too. So to expect him to sound exactly like he did oh, when he was too. when he was twenty compared to him being forty now is not gonna. Everyone's voice changes from twenty to forty. Um, so like gets more, I'm not saying it's worse. I'm just saying it matures. It sounds different. If you listen to like Jojo, one of the greatest vocalists alive, if you listen to like her re-recorded album of her, of her OG album, she sounds way different. But if you like that matured vocal, it's actually, I prefer it. Um, yeah, no, I thought for real, I agree with Bobby. What he's talking about, like it humanizes it a hundred percent. I go to concerts like every other week. Like that's my favorite part about the concerts is hearing the breaths and hearing somebody sound a little different from the recorded version. Cause they did a little bit of a different riff or like they stopped and, and, and like paused and let the backups t- uh, sing for a second so they can catch their breath and then came back in like little things like that. I appreciate cause it is humanizing and it's like, Oh, I'm watching yeah. a live performance. I'm not listening to like, they're like there's no backing track. Like I'm just getting to witness this person singing their song live, and there's something really special about that because you get to relive when, like I said, I was in high school listening to this music um, for the first time. So great. So I thought <gasps> my my biggest um, complaint about this, and this is not, I guess they could have changed it if they changed the set list, but this is kind of just speaks to how many hits Usher has. Is the songs moved too fast? It was like 10 seconds yeah. of each song. But like you couldn't get it. I well, let me not say everyone. I couldn't get into it. I got like obviously Usher's one of my all-time faves, so I was like super hype. But I, I was starting to feel a song and then he was switched into the next song. And it was so fast. And I was Some watching other hits. super I was watching other halftime performances and they let their song simmer a little bit longer. And I think that that kind of like just makes you able to enjoy those hits a little bit more. Um, so I wish that maybe they took a couple songs off or gave him even more time. I know they already extended it, but yeah. And he yeah. left like so many songs off. Like DJ got us falling in love, lovers and friends, daddy's home. You remind me, you make me want to screen climax. There goes my baby. Weren't even on the set list. I didn't even, I fit. mean, I, so I know they said they extended it, but they did. It was 12 and a half minutes. Rihanna's was 13 and a half minutes. I thought they said they were going to give him 15. They did say that. Um, yeah. But I wonder if that was like maybe he was thinking Justin Bieber was going to come and maybe he like cut that part out or something. Because I know like that was like he was trying to get Justin Bieber. I didn't even realize it didn't go 15. He asked him. Uh-huh. To. Justin, yeah, Justin he asked said, him to be there. Justin said no. So maybe because oh. like, you know how he was like letting the guests do like a little section of their own song and then it was like go over to like their collab. Like maybe he was going to have Justin Bieber do like 30 sec, like 15, 20 seconds of his own song. And they don't even have a song together, though. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, somebody to love. Oh, I didn't yeah. even know Usher was in that. I didn't even listen to that. I song love that. that song. Um Yeah, he's in that for you. Yeah, maybe, I write maybe, a symphony. Yeah. Maybe they like cut out, I, you know, something like that, or I don't know. I, yeah, def- they said I definitely get that. Minutes. So many hits. I was very happy because my favorite songs got longer parts, so I didn't even notice that climax. I noticed his R and B ones were very short. Which you have, except for my favorite, which we'll talk about yeah. later. Um, but I gasped like that earlier because I forgot to say in the intro, just a two part. I saw Tanache for the first time last week. Nice. That was a high. That was a highlight of my week. So we were talking about live performance and like the nuances and stuff. That girl is excellent live. She's mm. she's excellent. That's it. I just wanted to pop that in there because I completely, <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot. But goddamn it, she is a excellent performer and i just lost my natural mind anyway 
Um, <laughs> speaking of performances that weren't so excellent, how'd y'all feel about Alicia Keys? I disagree with that completely. I mean, she didn't hit like one note. It was one note, and it was the little run in the beginning. She sounded great aside from that. Her there voice were rough cracked spots like two all other over. times. Yeah, there I were really? rough spots all over. Yes, there were rough spots all over. I went I back and know. rewatched. No. It was the it was the beginning. There were some pitchy parts in the middle towards the end when they were doing my boo. There was like another pitchy moment towards the end. She cleaned people it love, up. People love people love hating Alicia Keys. It's like a that's like, true too. Well, like I think both things might might be true though because like I, I I think I know what Maya's talking about, but I'm I'm not like a um. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not like a vocal purist. Things, I think I know. Me. I think I know what Maya's talking about. Y'all call me but the I vocal purist. I was doing my vo- my vocal purist thing, and I rewatched it, and I was like, yeah, there was some rough spots throughout, but overall, it wasn't completely horrible. But that opening note, I was just like, yeah, it was. It was. She cleaned it up. Uh, I was very happy to see after that after uh, Alicia. Jermaine Dupree, sorry, he's a very big part of my childhood <laughs> <Someone> as well. Someone <laughs> said, so "Oh my God, why am I forgetting the joke?" It was something about CeeLo. Gee, I was scared. I was scared for like two point five seconds. I was like, "Please don't let it be CeeLo Green." And it was Jermaine, he and that's why like I wrote CeeLo. down. I was like, "Yeah," and I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, "Please, let's not do that. Let's let's let that be alone." Um, next, we had Confessions, the song. And the in the staging of that, the watch on the stage. It's cool. Hard Yo, body. <laughs> the seven o'clock Michael. the seven o'clock transition was sick. Someone said it looked like Usher was gonna fight Roxas. Who's Roxas? Wait, do you not do you play Kingdom Hearts? Oh, oh, that's oh that's, oh, that's crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Okay. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know Continue. what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the state the staging for that whole section was fire. The watch, that's the watch. You throw the keyblade real quick. Yeah. Not a keyblade. Um, and then after that, I just wrote, "I got burn!" Like with a bunch of exclamation points because that was the one song. That's he my favorite Usher song, by yeah, the way. Sorry, it is. He had to. Do I love burn. all of his music, but Burn. When I first heard it as a child, I was like. It was my favorite Usher song. It's been my favorite Usher song for years. And I was so glad that it was one of the longest sections. And I got That's all like my favorite That's like one of those songs parts. that I can't listen to anymore because of like how much I've listened to it in my life. I will always, li- I will never skip it. If it comes to my <laughs> shuffle, I will never skip it. But I got my, I got the bridge. I was so scared. I was like, please don't let this be quick. And he did all my favorite parts of that song. So I mm-hmm. screamed. And then. Her came out, and now everybody calling her Northwest, which I think is hilarious uh, because of her hair. They do look similar. <laughs> her came out and killed <laughs> it. Killed it. Obviously, you know, for people who don't know, uh, they were talking about she's not really playing the guitar. The show is pre-recorded. Relax. Like, there hasn't been live instruments playing at the Super Bowl since Prince. So take a breath. We also know that her can play the guitar. Bruno Mars is exactly. on those drums. Bruno Mars is on those drums. I'm going to shout him out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, certain... They take precautions. No, you're right. You're right. That's Yeah, because in case something goes out, you're fucked. Exactly. So for everybody who was yeah. like, she's not really playing the guitar. We know she can play the guitar. Like, like yeah. relax. Um, also, I saw something cool that she's the only, is it the only black woman? I think only black woman that has, I, I'm not a guitarist, but like the She has her own Stratocaster. She has her own Stratocaster. It's like her own model, which is like she's yep. the first black woman to like have that be a thing. So I thought that was a cool historical fact. 
yep, 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 yep. And it's very expensive because I went to go Google it after I found that out. And oh. I was just like, <laughs> I'll stick, I'll stick to my guitar that I have back there. She's, she's not a fender, but she's cute. Um, <laughs> next, I just wrote the skating. Oh, because yeah. I hadn't seen I like because that. I that hadn't cool. seen Usher's Vegas residency, but I know he does skate during that show too. And it's just I was I, like, yo. I got to tell a funny story. So I'm on TikTok. This person comes up. They got a black eye, right? And it was one of the skaters for the show. And she said she like lied on her resume that she knew how to skate. I guess she like. <laughs> I respect that. I guess she like. She said, I'm going to get booked. During the performance. Yo, that's hilarious, man. Oh, gotta, my God. Got to get booked. Hopefully Whatever. her eye gets better. But that story was really funny. What do you I love about skating. the skating? Especially because I don't like Oh My God at all. I hate that song. But it was during the skating part and it made it a dope visual for that song. So I was cool with it. I was like, if this was going to happen during a song, I'm glad it was Oh My God. So it was actually cool to watch because I do not like that song. I don't like the Black Eyed Peas. I I don't want to hear it. Wow. That was such it a, is what a it is. very... It's fine. I'm not gonna try and convince you, Michael. What did you think? Get your take off, King. Uh, I know. I love like, that. Oh, y'all like the black eyed peas? Leave that in the comments. Let me know if you like the black eyed peas. I like black eyed peas are annoying. I, I like where's the love, but that's it. I don't like anything else from them. To, to be I honest. like my humps, but that's Fergie though. That's Fergie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the skating was great. Got some joints. I don't love. I don't love. Oh my god, that much either. So I did enjoy the skating. It kind of distracted me from that song. Not that I hate it. I just <laughs> exactly. not, my, not my favorite. So, you know, I pretty much agree with you. The skating was dope. I would never, he's he's been doing it in the Vegas show, so it's not like a high risk thing, but I would never even consider doing something like that because of the, <laughs> chance, the chance of becoming like a meme and fucking up. Like, no way. Yeah. I just wrote King of Vegas. This is a fucking show. Like, there was so much happening. And at first, I really, I had to remember Rihanna's Super Bowl and the fact that she was on stage with like, hundreds of dancers so when he was just it was just so many dancers so many things happening and i was like i just want to focus on him said, but it's a show like it was so many things and that's what i remembered oh yeah baby this is vegas like costume changes and everything yeah, yeah like the, the outfits were crazy yeah the outfits were crazy and then I also and like then when after- the artists used like the actual field for a stage at parts of their performance too i like that I don't know why. I guess it's just personal preference. And but dancing I like on grass on the is field difficult. And move to the stage. I, I like that. Like even like when Beyonce came out with formation and she was on the field. I don't know. Like I just like those moments. I like those moments. It was, it was cool and Kendrick did it too. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. another one. And then also, didn't the weekend do like something cool where he had like everyone on the field and he was like, I'm trying to like remember in my head. I think he was on the field. So he was all he was all over that stadium. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's I like that. Um, so after that, it was turned down for what with Lil John, and that made perfect sense to me because it's Vegas. Yo, when Yak that came on, per- I was made- like, please let Ludacris do his verse. Please, Ludacris, pop out, do your verse. Yeah. I was literally so happy. I was literally. so happy. It would have been, oh unaccept- been unacceptable if he didn't come it, I was like, you can't not have Ludacris on this. Like, you literally have to skip the song if he doesn't come. Right. <laughs> like, so I was, do, I was really happy. You can't do it without him. I need, okay, so because the last song was, yeah, I'm going to just read y'all my notes, and we can talk about, like, the end after, but I went, I went, I lost my mind. I wrote, yeah, with Lil John, and then he said, Ursher, baby, and I lost my natural mind. <laughs> I felt like a child again, Um, and then I wrote, Luda, 
in all caps, just blackness on full display. I felt like I was at my fifth grade dance. I have so yeah. <laughs> many memories attached to Yeah, like as a song. So whenever I hear it, it's just immediate nostalgia, immediate like happiness. And then they did the A-Town stop. I was like, bro, just black. <laughs> it was so fucking perfect. It was so perfect. And he said, I turned the world to the A. Listen, let him know. I love us. That's it. That's all. I, I was just I, so, so happy. I was like, ooh. When it was over, I was excited. But then I was also like, fuck, like I'm old. And the reason I felt old was because when I was a kid, because Gabe was just playing games in his room, I didn't even bring him out. Like he, he doesn't really listen to Usher like that, obviously. Like, but anywho, I was like, man, when I was a kid, I was like, I would always ask my parents, like, why, why are they getting all these old artists? Like, get someone that's popular. Like, what you doing? And then, like, I was like, damn, like, I'm liking all these performances lately, and I'm like. You're your parents now, yeah. <laughs> My parents we are. Yeah, it's a cycle. Like, man. Absolutely. That's it's Because, yeah, like, all these songs were going crazy over, like, 20 years old. Like, I wasn't don't it just care. the 20-year anniversary? Yes, the 20-year anniversary of Confessions. I took it all in stride. I was like, listen, I've never been happier. I've never been happier <laughs> to, to remember every single one of these songs and no, feel so emotionally that. attached. No, because the ending, the ending took me out. The A Town Stomp took me out. I leapt out of my chair. It. I was just like, no, please, more. I didn't want it to end. I didn't want it to end. And as Michael I got, said, I got a question. there were plenty of other songs that could have been performed, yeah, but I let it go. I was just fine. Yeah, you gotta, uh, you gotta live with it. How gotta, um, how many years it. do y'all think an artist should like be established in the industry before they get a Super Bowl gig? I think it how just depends years? on years. I don't. Yeah. I think it just depends on how many hits they have. Because there's younger that artists, part. I think that. That can do it. That have the hits. That have the so hits like if Doja did it next year, just for example, is she that acceptable? Hit. I don't know if she has enough. Has enough oh, she has way. She has way more than enough hits for thirteen minutes. Mainstream uh, hits. Yes, I don't know if I agree with that. Like for the for I'm the new for the for the for the kids out there for the the teenagers out there, she definitely has enough hits for sure. I mean, she, if she Absolutely. doesn't, no, if for she like does, us, yeah, she doesn't yeah, in, in full. Like I'm a teenager. <laughs> she doesn't in full length. Well, I mean, no one does full length, but she would have to to stretch it out. No, she, no. Like, I could go through her list right now. Like she has, go for it. Like okay, like if we go, she has like, great each songs. Album, she has great yeah. songs. I'm not disagreeing with that. Well, I'm just saying, like yeah. if we just start with um, uh, Hot Pink, she has like four or five songs from that album. She could do that. Popped off everywhere. Like say so, like that. Rules, um, streets. Uh, I wouldn't say that those cyber are sex. Those I those mean, are I mean, hits, they were all absolutely. they're all billboard hits. It's there. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I, I think I think I know because I, I dipped my toe into standum with hiss, you know, we control the charts. So so the charts, that's great. And like it's gonna be a hit her, if we want it to be a hit. But for the mainstream some... audience, like everybody knows, yeah. I don't think everybody knows streets. I don't think everybody knows cybersex. I don't think everybody knows rules. I love I all know. of those songs. I don't, I don't, but out of all of those songs, America it would just be say so. A lot of them Usher songs. <laughs> Not like obviously like the super super smash hits. I don't know any of those songs that you like just superstar, named. for example. Huh? I don't know any of those songs you just named. God you know say so. I I know say so, but I don't know the you other know, ones. Say so. Cybersex. That's the only one you know, that's a bona fide, like across the board hit because of TikTok. Like everybody knows if they don't the know the whole song, song they know the talking core. about off hot pink. 
I mean, the one out of the ones you just named, Say So was the only oh, one oh. that was mainstream. Okay, but that, that was just off of her. That was just off a of hot pink. I mean, then you go to Planet Her. She has a she has many hits on Planet Her. A lot of people know. Two or three. Mainstream. You got Kiss Me More. Yeah. Huh. Kiss that me one. More was yeah, that's one. Yeah, yeah. Kiss yeah, Me yeah, More. Two. You have two songs so far. Um, right. <laughs> not. I have more than two songs. So far, you have two songs. Hold on. Yeah. So far. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I, I said, okay, I said but so my far. point is. Okay, here, hold on, hold on. So what about, because this is what I was asking, this is what I was just asking about like newer artists. So you're saying that it depends on how many hits. Well, I feel like that takes a good three or four albums to have enough hits for like yeah. a Super Bowl. So that's what I was saying. Like that's a good, that's a good six to 10 years. It, that's what, that's what uh... I was saying. Because even when Katy Perry did it, she was in there for what, six years, seven years? Yeah, but Katie had an undeniable amount of hits that went extremely mainstream. I know, but I'm saying it still took like six, seven years. That's what that's what I was trying to get at when I asked y'all. Yeah. Like, if you think like a newer artist could do it, but I think it really Katie does Perry depend on. It like, depends on. Katy Perry is like an anomaly in the sense that like Teenage Dreams gave her like six just songs everybody knew in the whole entire yeah. world. Like no, that, that doesn't was, really happen. <laughs> no albums like that don't happen. Yeah. No, that yeah, doesn't happen. True. So I think I'm trying to think like of any good, new people. Like, I think it takes like a good like seven to ten years really to have like the type of classics y'all are talking about to to be able to yeah. have a compilation of that. Or you I could be say. a oh, because like could Billy do it? Young people. Because Billy's probably Olivia the biggest Rodrigo new superstar. Billy, I was gonna say Olivia you were gonna say Olivia Rodrigo. before Billy. Well, I don't know Billy why she came to my mind. Like, she just can't. Billy can't do a suit like that'd be a boring Super Bowl if Billy did it. But Stop. I'm just going off his. I'd appreciate I mean, it, but I get what you're saying. GP might not. You think Billy yeah, Eilish could do a Super Bowl like a like a like a Super Bowl show? Like I don't think every artist it could, like, would have it would it show. would it would have like, to be a whole bunch of stuff going on. I feel like to keep people you know attached but like i love all of billy's music and it is like relatively like somber and soft and i would want so many songs off of her first album and i feel like i mean we're talking about gp probably not probably think, not yeah, which is why i said those some of the formats like because like those are a great performer like, because like even Usher, the way that he like um brought like a lot of energy to his songs was like he had like the live band going. He like switched up how like the instrumentals were sounding to like get them a little bit more like exciting than like the studio versions of the songs. Yeah. Um so he found a way to to get it done. Uh because like, yeah, I mean Billy has a lot of like really heavy bass in her songs. So she she may be able to like she gets the crowd going. Yeah, yeah. Things. She might she be able to get like the crowd going. Yeah. She has be a few like songs a rager. where she could. But she only she has what three albums, right? Two, two, right? two major yeah. studio releases. Two, two and an EP. EP. Her first yeah. EP. Yeah. EP is I was. She just playing. doesn't have enough yet. But that's my point. Like I feel like it, I yeah I think it takes like a good like. I don't know how many years. But I think you need at least well, like three or four albums. The rumor is they offered it to Harry Styles and he only has three albums. So I don't. I I, I guess it depends on. How big you are as an artist? Because I think Billy could do it just. How, with just how many does Harry Styles have enough songs? He's the highest streamed artist of all time, as far. But as does like, he have enough hits though? He would have I'm, to bring out One Direction. That would be iconic, well, though. I feel like that would that would go crazy. 
That would go absolutely insane. He could do the songs of his that people know. I really don't. I only know as it was. I only know that song. I don't know any other Harry songs off you, the top of my you know, head. You, you know, you know, watermelon sugar. Watermelon sugar. Yeah. No. The songs like three million streams. You know watermelon sugar. You couldn't get away from it in like twenty twenty one. If if you heard it, you would know what it is. Oh, the little sure. watermelon sugar. Ah, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I've never, I've never, I've never listened to that song in full, but I know that line. But you know what it is, because that's how big it was. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he would have to bring out like, one direction. It would. Eat. Olivia is an interesting one because she only has two albums, but there's so much. Like even the songs that were in singles have so many streams that you know what they are. Like you know those songs. But if we're going off streams, then Doja Cat could definitely do it. If we're using streams as the measurement, shout out to Favorite Crimes. Yeah, it's my favorite like, Olivia song. Doja is like one that. of the highest streaming artists in the world. So if we're going off streams, then she could definitely do it. Doja could do it. The performance would be great because we know she could perform. I just don't think GP, like the average audience, would know like all of them tracks, but they would enjoy it regardless because Doja is a performer. But let's talk about it would another definitely performer. Would be targeted more towards like a younger audience than like the older audience of the Super Bowl for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Let's talk about another artist uh, who who is excellent and runs the fucking world. It's Beyonce. She had her Super Bowl. Uh, her I was about to say her Super Bowl performance. My God, her Super Bowl commercial <laughs> that felt like a performance because of how multi layered it was. And the Mama was in yeah. space, and she was running for Beyonce of the world. And she was. <laughs> it was just so much happening, and it just showed Beyonce really is larger than life. I feel like y'all like y'all forget sometimes that Beyonce is Beyonce. I feel like the commercial was just a reminder, and then at the end. She said, okay, they're ready now. Drop the new music, which... Yeah, that was crazy. In itself was, was great, crazy. but it was also because of all the other stuff that happened in the commercial, like her performing in space and like all this other crazy stuff she was doing that was seemingly yeah. larger than life. And she built herself up and now she's like, okay, they're ready now. Drop the music. I just thought it was perfect marketing. Facts. Perfect marketing. Because you're like, there's nothing else she could do now that would be greater than this. She's in space doing the little alien thing. <laughs> and then she's music. like, yeah, drop the songs. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. I, I was like a bat out of hell and I ran on Twitter and did a Twitter space. I don't do those, but I was on Twitter spaces losing my yeah, absolute... Losing my mind. Beyonce has officially announced Act 2 of the renaissance and it is country music she dropped two songs called texas hold'em and 16 carriages but real quick is it renaissance act two like is that the is that the album or is it like a separate title do we know that yet i i don't know but i'm calling it act two because this is the beginning it's act two she said it was act gotcha. two and it drops march 20 uh 23rd or 29th I can't think 29th. of the date in this moment, but it's okay. It's 29th. 29th, it's in March, yeah. Um, but it's country themed, and I, I'm, I'm very, very excited because anybody who knows me knows that one of my favorite songs off of her album Lemonade is "Daddy Lessons." It's her first and Same. only country song she's ever released, and it's excellent it's so good um so finding out that she made these songs around the same time and she's just been holding on to them for eight years is insane and the timing is perfect during black history month yeah i feel like a lot of people forget that you know black people originated country too black people originated rock so it just feels like a, re a reclaiming 
especially during February. I was well, like, I thought it was so beautiful to see Tracy Chapman celebrated the other week. Yes. Yes. And I definitely sat here and was like, listen, my grandma loved Tracy Chapman. My grandma loved the Dixie Chicks. My ears are primed and ready for this, for this, for this <laughs> country era. I love country music. Um, and it just fit, it, it's a lot. It's just a lot going into that. I connect very personally. So I'm just happy she's doing it. And they're already trying to minimize it and be like, it's country inspired. No, it's country music. <laughs> it's, co it's country music. And y'all are going to have to get the fuck over it. You're going to have to let it go and recognize. Mm -hmm. Tilt, tip your hats, ladies. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Act <laughs> 3 because we all know, we all know it's going to be rock. That's what I'm gonna be the most excited about. I, I'll be because I'm like 95. I'm 95 sure it's gonna be rock. We, Me too. We can celebrate the country, the country album right now, but I'm just saying, I want to see what she does with that. Um, you know, rock. You we, we, I won't talk about too much about it, but just like what? with um, <laughs> this we, whole we reclaiming rock all these genres is so fire. I think, and I tweeted this. I said I think these three albums are going to be some of the most important albums of all time. I really, I really believe that. Uh, just like culturally, uh, and I think that the the way that Beyonce has planned this all out is something that you kind of only see in the movie space of entertainment. You don't really see it in the music space at all. Like. Yeah. The storytelling, uh, not even just like through actual writing of storytelling, but she's telling stories through her fashion. She's telling stories through the music. It's very, it's it's like an archive. She's creating like a historical archive with like these three albums. Uh, and it's going to just be legendary. Uh, the Renaissance was, was already legendary. And the fact that she's just going to keep, like I'd love the fact if if the album was just called like Renaissance you know, act one, act two, and act three. Like, I think that'd be dope and like right. have it be like a legitimate, like one entity with like, I'm I'm doing a renaissance for all three different genres. Like that would just be so fire to me. That would be so dope. And then also I'm curious, I saw a tweet that said like during the commercial or something, it hinted at the fact that she's going to be doing a Vegas residency in the dome, which that would be crazy. Uh, because I guess there was like an image of her on the horse on top of the dome. So people are like and that, that. And that part of the like commercial did not air during the Super Bowl. They yeah, She yeah. put that on her socials. So you only saw yeah. that part of the commercial if you went and looked at it on her socials. And I Which like, makes sense because back-to-back world tours is insane. That'd be crazy. I, she like, was like, y'all going to come to me this time. Y'all going to come <laughs> yeah. to me this time. I'm going to post up here at the Sphere. And everybody mm -hmm. can come, grab, get your tickets. And I'm going to just be in one spot. I was like, if this actually happens, this woman is so yeah. intelligent. She was like, I did the this. I, I traveled around the world. This time around for Act Two, y'all gonna come see me, and then Act Three, I don't even know. I, don't I'm know. not gonna talk about Act Three to rock, but I definitely think it's rock too. Did you see the picture I posted? Either of you, on my Twitter? I don't think so. <laughs> of me, me in middle school with my raccoon eyes and, uh, and the oh, MySpace yeah, emo that, girl angle. <laughs> yeah, no. Act Three is for her. Act Three hot, is for me. You got a hot topic bag. Yeah. I lived in my trip jeans. Don't play that. Let's that go. was my entire life. I I will feel very validated. A part of me will feel so validated. Beyonce I would makes just, a rock album. 
<laughs> you know, it's crazy because I wanted Kendrick to do a rock album. Like I thought Mr. Morale was going to be really rock inspired because um, he's always doing different genres. And I was like, mm, he, I mean, he's done like rock type stuff before, but he's never done an album. I love like when I love rock inspired stuff, especially because like it's not like in the mainstream at all anymore. Like rock is kind of dead, like is a genre in like pop right now. As long as it's not um, Lil, Wayne, Lil Wayne doing it, because that, oh, tra- yeah. that was a travesty. That was that was a bad moment. Although I did like prom queen in in Drop the World. I I like Drop Drop the World. I love I love Eminem, so I love Drop the World. But Drop the World was good. Prom Queen was an interesting. It was Prom Queen was so like mind blowing when it came out because yeah because <laughs> of what he was following i was a huge yeah. Wayne fan back in the day and i started following uh, falling off after the rock album i was like Same. bro what, what is this i did too i did I too like, but it's I, also because like thought... he went to jail and it was like just yeah. a whole bunch of no he had a couldn't yeah. release his music and i am not human um, that's what it was right i'm not a human being no it was um no rebirth. no yeah yeah you're rebirth. right rebirth rebirth yeah, yeah. But yet, let's get back and let's get into Sorry. y'all heard the songs, right? <laughs> no, we got it's fine. I, did I not, love tangents. I'm, I w- I've been trying to react to it. I haven't been able to get to it yet because I haven't felt good the last couple of days, so I haven't heard it. Uh, because I really want to react to it, so I haven't heard it. But well, we might spoil, spoil it for you. Just for it's, yeah, fine. it's fine. It's fine. I still Michael, what did you think? I was, yeah, I heard let's do like, Texas Hold'em first. This is Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em first. Um, I've only heard each of them once. So it's like impossible to have like a real, real opinion. Like I need to hear these songs multiple times. Um, but yeah, I, I love that both of them are so different that she dropped. Like they couldn't be any more different. Their Texas Hold'em is more of the country song to me, like more of your classic country song. Um, yeah, classic. If we're talking about Texas Hold'em, what I love so much about it is that it's like this, let's survive these uh, natural disasters around us because a lot of that, Texas deals with a lot of that. And she knows that she's from Texas and, you know, despite all the shit that happens in Texas, like as far as like natural disasters go, we can, as long as we come together, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get through it all. And I feel like that's what the whole song was about. It was just about like coming together to get through something, which is kind of a Beyonce thing. And what I love about Texas Hold'em is it made me think a lot more about the live performances that are to come, whether it's the Spear, whether it's another tour, I don't know. Texas Hold'em made me specifically think about what her next tour would be because i'm like it's it's gonna be a country album it's gonna be so much different than renaissance but then i heard texas hold'em and i was like actually like texas hold'em's all about coming together and just having a good time it's probably not gonna be that much different than renaissance as far as like the atmosphere of the concert goes which is all you can ask for like that's what beyonce has made her name of the last like couple years especially with renaissance is about feeling free and feeling safe and, and coming warmness, to have a great time. Yeah. And Texas, Texas Hold'em specifically is that it like fully represents just having a great time and coming together. I love that about that song. I like that. I feel like it represents that, but also my mama starts the song. She said, this ain't Texas. This ain't no Hold'em. So lay them cards down. It's like, come correct. <laughs> I love that so much. He's like, listen, come Come over here, tell the truth, lay your cards down. Let's have a real conversation, and then we can do a little jig. One step to the right, like yeah. I loved it. I loved it from top to bottom. What I'm most excited about with this project is going to be the writing. We already know the vocals are going to be there because it's Beyonce, but like country gives her 
just complete range to tell stories. And I'm so excited about that. I feel like her writing's always good, but country is, in my opinion, one of the most like transparent, like vulnerable genres like you talk about like either your life shout out to kelsey ballerini i'm still pressed over that album uh because she talked all about her divorce and laid that shit out but like this gift this could be like a eh, not sonically completely but like a lemonade 2.0 you know but with but with yeah. but with the country country genre behind it i'm so i i love i love texas Hold'em. i love it so much with um what you gonna say bobby Cause like I like I said I haven't heard these songs, but so she could have already did this in these songs. But I hope that part part of the really cool thing to me with Act One of Re- Renaissance was this idea of like the reclaiming of the genre, but then that personal connection of it because of uh, Uncle Johnny and like what the genre meant to Beyonce, kind of like her whole life, right? I hope we get that same kind of concept with country like i want to know how beyonce's connected with country other than just the fact of like houston right like you get that 16 carriages I'd you say. get we'll that okay second. that's yeah. i i hope that's there i really want to get that um and because i just feel like it adds to i don't know it just gives that personal connection to the music uh and it makes me feel like i'm listening to something bigger than myself because of like um that that connection and then also like we were talking about with renaissance that historical connection to everything i'm a big history buff i love history it's like my favorite subject so i i hope we get that i hope we get i i know like i don't know actually i don't listen to much country i don't know if like samples are like big in country at all but i like the idea of how uh beyonce used all the samples in renaissance act one like as like i'm saying like a historical archive like i hope we get this like historical country lineage through act two somehow whether that's through there's already whispers of her doing a cover of jolene there you go stuff like that right like i know about jolene whispers yeah stuff like that like (laughs) i i would really i love that that that's just when i think about act one that's just like some of the stuff i love about it that i would love to see in act two in some capacity I think it'll be multi-layered. I think it'll I think it'll have moments like what you're talking about. Um they they do sampling in country sometimes. Uh it depends mm-hmm. on like the artist or whatever. Uh but a lot of it is a lot of original stuff. So I'm I'm looking forward to hear musicality from her that we've never heard before, which is crazy to say cuz all of her stuff is so um so multi-layered like I said, but it's just it's going it's going to be a wealth of emotion. And like honesty, I feel like let's get into sixteen carriages because I, I feel my reactions. By the way, if y'all want to go watch them, they're on my channel. Boop. But I, I, I was so proud of myself for not crying. I was so proud of myself <laughs> for not crying because that song is a song for the eldest daughters. I am the eldest child of four, and I related to so many things in that song. And I was just like, girl, go and tell, tell a little bit of my story, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. It was so emotional and and basically told the story of being young and feeling so much responsibility and and dealing with you know your parents having squabbles and you know different things like that and and having to yeah again be young and deal with so many different things i just related i I related to it completely and then sonically 
it's gorgeous and the vocal acrobatics that this woman does with ease is disgusting so many there's all the little baby riffs imaginable but like it, it the pacing of it was everything that woman's breath control is crazy it was everything was elongated and connected and and just felt very warm especially with the subject but i was just like damn this song is beautiful it's just gorgeous harmonies and everything ah what'd you think michael it was my favorite out of the two a lot of what you just said um i, I can't pick a favorite just because i i need to listen to them more 16 characters would be more my vibe just sonically um because of the things she was doing vocally especially uh with a lot of the riffs and the riffs would like blend into other riffs my my only issue with 16 characters is it got a little repetitive for me towards the end of the song although i think that works if it's the opening track it felt like an interlude a little bit mm. which would be interesting if it opens the album um and it's i think texas holdem opens the album oh is that already announced? i think that's track i'm pretty sure that's track one i think i think they're track one and track two i'm pretty sure okay. Um, what 16 characters did for me more than anything is you already pointed out is it made me really excited for the songwriting on the project. It made me because country is known for like telling these stories and telling narratives about your own life and your experiences and being able to put those within songs that are structured around lots of strings. Uh, so I, I cannot wait to hear these stories that Beyonce tells in these country structures that give her the opportunity to do so. That's what 60 characters be more excited for than anything else is the whole album. Yeah, for real. I don't know. We don't know how many tracks it's going to be yet, but I, I feel like I just can't. I just can't wait. I'm very excited. Um, Isn't it I'm, 16 I, tracks? Maybe. I, can't, I don't know. I can't, I can't find it anywhere. Huh? Maybe I saw that about a different album. I don't know. Romeo has something in his mouth, and I don't know where he's going. I know people were like is. speculating Ariana being on there because those Twitch headphones with the cat ears. I'll scream. <laughs> and then, like, They're already dropping albums like, in the same month. Can we and, please? And then like in the comments on the Twitch chat, it said like Ari. I can't remember the username. It was something Ari something something. And like she commented on the headphones. So people thought it was like a little Easter egg that they might have a collab. Listen, I don't put it past nothing. If they do pop out, they're dropping albums in the same month. So if Ariana does end up doing anything, I will crump. I'll crumble. <laughs> I just, I'm always, y'all know I'm big on public discourse too. I am so intrigued to see how people talk about this album. I like, and then even from like a, um, like a, a society structural level, like when it comes to all the awards and stuff, I'm really interested to see like, is she even going to get like country music awards? Like, is it even going to like get nominated hmm. kind of thing? They changing the rules uh, right is, now, friend. They right. changing the rules right now. <laughs> is she going to sweep that? Like, Apparently the they Grammys trying to block her off the country stations too. If the See, the Grammys are in a tough position because if they actually do give her album of the year for a country album, that doesn't look good. It does not look good for them. But then if she loses it, it doesn't look good for them either. So they're kind of in a, a bad, they're in a bad optic spot already. Because like, and the best part that, is, I feel like she don't give a damn. I know, but it's just, like I just like this whole optics public discourse thing. 
Like it's it would be kind of, it would be crazy if she won. It would be wild. It's like oh it, now you give her I, album of the year now right? Yeah. I would, but I'd still be like you're correct. She should have had it most <laughs> times. By now. But like whatever exactly. you know. But you're absolutely right. It doesn't look good for them either way. It doesn't. <laughs> I didn't all. even think about that. <laughs> yo, the Grammys next year between that alone. And then like all the other yo, oh my god, because like we had just talked it's about it's gonna the be Grammys, Ariana Taylor B are packed. Like you got so yeah, you got Taylor, Billy, Beyonce, uh SZA, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Ariana. Um I saw this. Katy whole Perry's list. making music? I, yep, she just announced it. Yep. There's um, ev- everybody, like there's not a person you could Everyone's making music this year. Everybody. If oh you think my of God. them, think of them, they're making music. Facts. Like it's, it's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if Kendrick drops an album. And he's like the only rapper that ever gets nominated for like album of the year. So <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised if he's in there. Um it's gonna be just a crazy year. Oh my God. Um But yes, Bobby, you have to Which tell is good us though, because that means we're getting a lot of music this year. Just the you next me, two sir? months. Like, huh? I said you have to tell us when you listen to these songs. I need to know. Oh yeah, I will. I will. And then like I, I know no know. one likes them, but even Justin Timberlake's dropping an album. Um, <laughs> it's still superstar name, you know. <laughs> just 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 March and March and April alone. I have Taylor, Ariana, like confirmed, like confirmed have album dates that are coming. Mm-hmm. Like we know they're coming out. Taylor, Ariana, Beyonce, Casey Musgraves, Usher just dropped. J Lo's dropping. Oh, yeah, just. Crazy. Justin Timberlake, LaSarafim, Fletcher, Tyler, Fletcher, Tyler, Twice, Tori Kelly, Conan Gray, IU, Sia, Maggie Rogers, Lizzie McAlpine. That's just in the next Tory two Kelly? months. Tori Kelly? And like, it's like yeah. SZA will most likely drop within the next few months. And those, are, those are confirmed. And then Billy confirmed that her era is starting as soon as Ariana drops her album. So Billy's coming. Um, Camila Cabello <laughs> just posted a teaser to, to new music. So like, it's, oh, so did Shawn Mendes. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's just names oh, after names after names after names. Like it's good just names. Him. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Harry's dropping this year. Uh, this isn't Grammy anything, but Big Sean is dropping this year. I mean, he might get he he work. got a rap he got a rap album of the year nomination for Detroit too. So yeah, he might get a Grammy for it. Um, but yeah, Love like Big Sean. Zaddy Zane. Kanye dropped a terrible. <laughs> Wait, album when's is Zane dropping? To, but... Yeah, Zane's definitely dropping this year. Like, it's crazy. Oh my, the names. my first Everybody. Zane drop. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm paying yeah. attention. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Nikki, gotta... Nikki's for the next Grammys, too, because she dropped in December or like the end of November or whatever. And oh, then yeah, I'm, I'd be surprised if Drake doesn't drop again. Is Ed Sheeran he dropping? He needs to sit the fuck down. I'm sorry, <laughs> like for real, for real. Just take. Oh, Lil take Wayne a is breath, dropping. Aubrey. Lana, Lil Wayne's dropping. Wayne, Wayne can drop. Drake does not need yep. to. Lana Del Rey and Post Malone are making country albums as well this year. This is crazy. Oh my <laughs> That's god. Cra- Jeez. Wow. Country Jeez. albums. Jeez. So we can between them and Beyonce, we can finally get Morgan Wallen up out of here. It's perfect timing. Yeah, for get real. the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, for real. Uh, no. well, that's gonna be a lot. Is well, we have a lot of work. Oh, to Doza do. Doja Cat's dropping Scarlet Part Two. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that. confirmed. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. The year's crazy. Like it's just name after name after name. 
I, I wonder why. Music. But yeah, it's <laughs> be a big because year. because the world is ending. Um, so that yeah, that's a great sure. that's a great transition. Uh, <laughs> not really. That is a good transition. God damn. Oh boy. Um, but while all of these incredible things were going on, Beyonce's dropping music. Usher was killing this uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Um, Israel was running ads during the Super Bowl and carpet bombing Rafa. If you don't know what Rafa is, it is the lowest point in Gaza. It is the closest south you can get to the border of Egypt. Um, it is where they told all 1.7 million of Palestinians to go and quote unquote be safe. Um, but they took that opportunity while the world was distracted with, you know, different things to, um, dropped many bombs on mosques and homes and killed quite a few people. In um, the actual and, refugee camp. Gotta it, highlight that because right. that's a very specific war crime. They they basically told them, because you can't, if you don't have the, the funds to like transfer and leave Egypt, you have nowhere to go. You literally have nowhere to go. And they basically told them, so you either leave or you die. Um, obviously, videos and posts and things have been circulating online i encourage all of you guys to post and reshare them because they're still um shadow banning people and they don't want us to see all of the treacherous things that have been going on um but this is the most documented genocide in history and i want people to stop calling people still calling it a war it's not it's an ethnic cleansing um, and it's clear and in broad day. And the most dis one of the most dystopian things was Joe Biden tweeting from his actual account a picture of him with glowing demonic red eyes and the caption that said, uh, just as we planned it or something like that. Which was supposed to be a Super Bowl reference, but that's... How is it a Super Bowl reference? Can somebody explain to me how it's a Super Bowl because reference? Because there was a conspiracy theory that since Taylor Swift was gaining so much, you know, just like popularity and all this stuff with the NFL that they like had a plan to make it so that the Chiefs would win because Taylor Swift was attached to them. Um, and so, yeah, it's like this whole like government deep state, like controlling the, the outcome of the Super Bowl, basically. That's what yeah. they were going for. And he's planning um, to have he's planning to have Taylor support him publicly too for his that too. It was supposed to be a play of trying to get Taylor to support him because like yeah. they they made a public statement saying that Taylor is the biggest priority of their campaign, um, as far as trying to get a, a, a endorsement. Yeah. So what? Yeah, yep. The so there's so many layers. It's misogynistic that? by itself. <laughs> like it's there's layers. There's so like this is why I was texting in the group chat, y'all. I was like. There's no good play on that tweet at all. Like, there, there's no way they could have sent that thinking it would play well, no matter how you look at it. Um, I didn't know about any of And then for the people that do about. know about Gaza and everything going on, obviously, that's the first thing your mind goes to. That's um, immediately what I attribute it to. Exactly. Me too. Um, and, like, it's just a plain-ass evil, honestly, like, Hunger Games-level tweet. Like, with, like for real. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, a good it's this, That's a good comparison. It really is like it's what was, like what's this, the dude? What's the dude's name? Snow. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like this like capitalistic corporate like entertainment, but really war is going on and people are dying. Kind of ass tweet, and it's just like 
I'm really tired of this it's whole truly dinner. unbelievable. Like it actually like it's really unbelievable. Um because like you go back to Trump's presidency and everyone's always talking about his dumbass tweets. That might be the worst tweet I've seen. <laughs> like I'm like, being dead like, that might be the worst tweet I've seen. That was like I and then like when you go into even the history of that meme, like the whole dark Brandon meme thing, which is like another layer to it. Um where like that, like they didn't come up with that meme. I don't know if you know that, Maya. They didn't come up with that meme. Like the whole dark. Isn't it from the boys? Been, like, um, I actually don't know like where it originates from. To be honest, I just know okay. like it's a meme that goes around. Um, so once again, it was like this idea of trying to be funny and like playing on like an already known meme and trying to just like make this lighthearted thing that was never lighthearted, no matter how you look at it. Um, yeah, I don't so, like. Uh... It's really, it's, yeah. it's really, it's, again, shout out to my medication because I sat and thought and I was just sitting with myself and I'm not going to say what I'm actually thinking on this podcast because I enjoy living and uh, the government monitors everything we say. I don't care. I sound like a crazy person. It is what it is. Um, they don't think that we going to do shit. That's all. That's all I'm, I. And I've been trying my best, obviously, been posting, been boycotting, been doing everything that I can, donate and and um different things like that. They I, I I hate the sense of helplessness that I feel in regards to who I have to vote for. Obviously, there's other we vote because there's other things to vote for besides president. Y'all should know that by now. We need to vote for our for our elected officials in our in our states in our wow. cities. Um, so do that. But it but it's I don't like my options, bro. I don't like my options and I don't like feeling trapped in my options. Um everybody if everybody voted independent, then maybe we'd have a living breathing chance. Um, but otherwise it'll split the vote and they'll just give our votes to whoever. I don't know what I want to do, bro. And I'm just being like so real. It feels it it feels like a helpless situation. I don't like any of these people. I don't I don't like the fact that they're going to be in charge of this country either way it goes. Like Joe Biden refusing to take his medical exam. Uh, Bobby said that before we got on. He's the first president yeah, ever yeah, to yeah. to refuse taking his cognitive exam so we can see what's going on in his brain before he uh, gets another opportunity to run this country. I don't, I, what can we do? Like, I really, I'm really to the point where I'm like, bro, what are we going to do? What are we doing for real? Because this cannot continue. Like it really cannot continue. Um, on top of the fact that our government is using money to go kill innocent people. Um, I don't, I don't like any of these people and I just don't know what to do. That's it. I really just don't. I, I don't know where to yeah. go from here, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I mean, or some real shit. I mean, y'all know how I feel about the handling of COVID. Um, so I'm stuck too. <laughs> um, I'm not even stuck. I'm just very angry. Like 2,000 people every week are still dying from COVID still. And they're trying to pretend um, like it's gone. Like it's just not here anymore. Yeah, like, like the CDC also is about to get rid of the rule of like um, the whole like isolating for five days thing, which is just... <laughs> um, what? So Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I just feel like 
you know, okay, I just want to, this is like a little off topic because I do want to keep it on Gaza, but I just want to, because I just saw this article and we're kind of talking about politics right now. So back in the day, like I think it was like two years ago, Fauci said that in order for us to be able to live comfortably with COVID, we'd have to get it under 10,000 infections a day. That's what he said. Y'all, during this last spike, we were having 980,000 infections a day. And that's the people that were reporting, which reports are extremely low. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm feeling very personally failed <laughs> by uh, leaders in that category. But also when we are talking about Gaza, because I do want to focus on that, bring it back. Yeah, it, it's um, like we're actively supporting it. We just had 66, like a 66 to like 30 vote or something to fund Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Uh, and that's a ton of Democrats that voted for that, just, just to say that. Um, but yeah, it's hard to talk about. I, it's like, it is. It's, it's, it it's is, hard bro. to talk about because like when you talk about the power that we do have as people, it's usually through voting. Uh, but it just feels like because who you vote for is supposed to be your representative and they're supposed to represent the vision and direction you want to go. And I feel like no one is wanting to represent what I want. Uh, so that's why it's hard for me uh, when we're talking about specifically voting uh, and having hope about yeah. where the votes go. You can find um, someone independently that will represent what for you sure. want, but it's just, it's a wasted vote, unfortunately. It, it is a waste. I was about to say, it's, it's definitely a wasted vote unless, you know, somehow it's mass appeal, but that just doesn't happen. It's and definitely then, a wasted vote. It's definitely a wasted vote. I agree with that 100%. Um, and it's a so, shame that it's a wasted vote because it shouldn't be a wasted vote. No, it's it supposed to be like a checks and balances thing, but just like the way that it works out. I just, I, bro. It's not viable. Let me know when y'all ready to go. That's all I'm gonna say. Let me know. <laughs> but my thing is like, because I'm, re that's the other I'm thing. Like, ready. I ain't even trying to go. I ain't even trying to go. You know I don't what? Go I, the creature, I the creature comforts aren't worth it, bro. In my mind anymore, for real. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with it. The creature comforts and all this cute. Yeah, I've lived a very comfortable life. I don't mind being uncomfortable. I don't mind. Does I don't mind feel, being uncomfortable I wanna, I wanna for be vulnerable a better about outcome. Something. Yeah, I want to be vulnerable about something. Um. And like y'all can let me know in the comments if you have any suggestions or advice about this. So I'm starting to feel very similar about uh, like what's happening in Gaza with like how I'm consuming it through like social media, basically. When, you know, all these black people dying by police brutality and you just see everyone dead just like on the timeline. And I got like very desensitized where it was just kind of like, or like even when we talk about mass shootings, like all these mass shootings happen. And I just see it as a headline. And sometimes I unfortunately see the goriness of it on the timeline. And I'm just so desensitized. I'm like, damn, like that really sucks. But then I think it's because the hopelessness aspect of it all. And I just, I get very desensitized. Like, and so like, I care about it. But then I'm yeah. also like extremely numb to it. At the, it's a coping mechanism. I'm extremely numb to it. Uh, so I don't know necessarily how to move forward with my own like internal feelings about the situation or something. Like I just, I'm just feeling very desensitized. I don't know if y'all feel like that at all. I don't know. No, you, you see, it, it's not so much desensitized as that I, I'm just at the end of my rope. 
I'm a, I'm at the end of my rope in regards to like feeling that hopelessness. I don't want to feel hopeless anymore. I just want to do shit. And when I get like that, I get very reckless. So I've been trying to relax and like keep my mind in a good space because I'm one person. But if it was up to me, again, I'm not going to say my actual thoughts on this podcast in regards to that, but I'm ready to go. I just am at this point. Like I'm tired of sitting. I'm doing everything that I can from the comfort of my home because my mother doesn't want me to hit the streets and protest. But I told her she's going to have to get over it. Like when it, if it goes down, I'm yelling timber and I'm going, I'm going, I'm ready to fight. So what's good. And that's where I'm at. That's what my hopelessness and my desist being desist, mm-hmm. that's what it's all transformed into. I'm just ready to go. Because if y'all think that y'all gonna sit up here and take my money and do all of this horrible shit with it, you it's just it, it shouldn't be happening. So I'm ready. Michael. <laughs> no, that that no, like Bobby's speaking, it's a hard truth and it's hard to admit. It's a vulnerable thing to admit. So I commend you for that. And I probably wouldn't admit the same thing if you didn't admit it, but I'll admit to the same thing. I think there was a specific moment, and this is, I've been to two of the, like I physically went, my like I brought my own body and showed up to these rallies for Palestine. This is back in November. Um, yeah. So speaking, speaking as somebody that actually went, when the DC rally happened, which was more recently, like last month, I want to say, the, the one that had the biggest turnout. Yeah. There was a, I remember seeing it and the feeling that came over me, because at this point we were already four months in, as far as like since um October seventh. October seventh yeah. goes, yeah. Um the my immediate reaction wasn't like that's amazing, that's a lot of people. It was like, what's it gonna do? Because we already know, we're already hearing from the prime minister over in Israel, like what their intentions are. Like they're they're vocal about it. So I don't know how I don't know I just don't know how else to like push myself to feel anything other than the hopelessness that I feel at this point because of where we are and because it doesn't stop. And because, and because Sunday felt so intentional, it felt like definitely it, intentional. It, it felt like we all know all the eyes are going to be on this one thing. Let's get them while they're, while they're all distracted by this, by this yeah. nice event. for them. And that's when Congress met too, was during the Super Bowl because they knew no one was paying attention. And it's Mike. all it's it's all calculated, man. That's why I said, listen, it the 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 most powerful tool that we have, honestly, if we're not organized and we don't have a, a plan and leadership, is is fucking with their money. That's the only time when they care in any serious capacity. So if we gonna do anything, that's why I've been I I place more of my energy. Obviously, I was posting a lot. I still post. Um. But I've been boycotting several places. So, like, all these news reports that come out, it's like, these people lost a certain amount of money. These people lost... Like, like, I I feel like that's been the most useful tool or will be the most useful tool outside of organizing other things um, is to fuck with their coin. Because they don't care about us as people. We know that. Um, they don't care about, like, our lives. They don't care about the lives of the people over there. They only care about what's going to make them more money. And and this genocide is making them money. I need, I need y'all to understand that a lot of money is wrapped up into what's happening right now. A lot more money to be made once those people are no longer on that land. I don't know if any of you guys have seen... 
uh, the plans and different things that they've drawn up to yeah, put like the AI con things, condos yeah. and different like you know attractions, really and they were going to turn Gaza into like a resort almost is what it looked like to me. Um, mm -hmm. They don't care about humans, bro. They care about money. So, so I think outside of organizing, ha. And 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 doing other things, fucking with Daycoin is is about the best thing that we can do. Obviously, hitting the street and protesting and stuff. Um, it, for me, that all feels like it just feels like a a space to go to know that I'm not crazy. That's why you know, I, I, I guess I've enjoyed going to protest because I'm like all of these people here give a fuck about the same real life things that I do. And and being in those spaces with people who care as well is 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 healing a little bit, not completely, but it but it at least makes me feel like I'm not losing my mind for giving a fuck. So I, I, just, I think protests are use, useful for that. I, here's where my hopelessness comes in, because I realize like this is not we get taught that this is like this natural thing we get we get taught that like we should fight for our freedom and fight for the right thing and like we get like like it's an, an admirable quality that is so dystopian though okay and like no one ever talks about it like that like why do i have to fight for what's good that's stupid that's dumb like that's what we've had to like, do like we should like <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense like society should function in a way where it's going in the right direction for people like we i can't think of something that has happened in a progressive way that someone hasn't had to fight for which is crazy to say like that should not be how things are and i feel like that's where i feel more hopeless where it's like okay we have this situation we're fighting for things and that situation that we're fighting for things but it's just like can we not just be progressive like can no. we not just like that's not the that's not the realm we're in bro Yo, i'm sorry yeah, no, i don't want to get not. all woo -woo. And, and we've never no but i'm saying our country has <laughs> never been founded on giving people more rights it's always been about taking other people's rights away from its very you know conception it's people online and, being like what do you mean israel shouldn't exist if you mean if israel shouldn't exist then america shouldn't exist i'm like you're correct exactly so now what <laughs> And so now what? Like, this isn't our fucking land. This is not our land. They have Native yeah. Americans and, in re reservations right now. This is their land. Like, what are we even really talking about? Like, it's frustrating. It, I just it, wish it, like yeah. we had a progressive society where like things were like actively like okay, like this is what our society needs. Like, we're gonna head in that direction but i just feel like we're like our momentum is like a country has never been there and it probably never will get there and i think that's where my hopelessness comes from because it's like i'm tired of fighting for everything that's good i just and i know that's the way of the world but i just feel like people think that's like humanity and i don't agree with that i don't think that's a humanity thing i just think that's very much uh uh, the world we're currently living in. I, I don't feel like it has to be that way. I really don't. It's so it's always been that way, unfortunately, all throughout history. Anything that's gotten done, any progress that's been gotten done in the name of good was fought for. And it wasn't fought I for in a non-violent Are we talking about way. in our country? Are we talking I'm about like talking in our about, country? You talking about like I'm talking about everywhere. I'm talking about, and about that, that and that's why I kind of agree with the whole like it. Listen, and this is where all Again, 
the resident person on the podcast who believes in God and things. Yeah, that's that's where my mind goes is all of this. I know what this realm is. I I know that I I know what space we're in. So that's why I'm not I'm not I'm no longer surprised by the evil. I'm no longer surprised about the lack of care for human life. I'm I'm just not surprised. I'm not and I'm not surprised by people not caring because of everything that you just said. It's really hard. It's just really difficult not to get like desensitized, like you said. So I, so again, I appreciate you being vulnerable because I know you're not the only person probably watching this show that feels like that. I'd watched the video of blown apart bodies earlier today and I sat and I watched it. And at the top of all of this in October, I t- I tweeted and then I promptly took it down because I was begging people to please stop posting vulgar video, like, like graphic videos of what's happening. And then I realized, no, this is what this is real life. Everybody needs to see this. Everybody needs to know that our comfort, especially in the West, it comes it comes at a call. So like, what the fuck are we going to do? That's why I'm where I'm at as far as like. We have to fight for all of the good things. Cool. I'm ready to fight. So what we doing? Where are we going? Who's organizing it? Do I have to do it on my own? <laughs> my, my, my mom said, if anything happens to me, that she'll turn the world upside down. I was like, you might have to, because I'm really, I'm really at the end. I'm, I'm at the end of feeling like I can't do shit. So just point me where I need to go, man. I'm, I'm a willing participant in organization. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm a win- I am a willing participant in making sure this country doesn't yeah. go to complete shit. And the only way we're going to do that is by pressing them in a real way. Some of some of your, Bobby, yeah. um, fatigue uh, and lack of wanting to fight anymore, feeling that he not to fight. I just, like, personal question. It comes from mm-hmm. the place of a, dis- a person with a disability, I'm guessing. Uh, which part? The, just feeling like you have to fight for just like basic needs for yourself. Oh yeah, I definitely feel like, especially right now with COVID. Absolutely. With COVID, especially. Um, yeah, because uh, see, I think the thing for me is like growing up with a disability. I wasn't around a lot of other people with disabilities, so it felt very isolating, right? And it was kind of like this um, when this thing that was disabling so many people was happening to everyone around the world. There was like a sense of hope of like, oh. Like maybe we'll get our health insurance in a in a better place. Maybe the health infrastructure, because uh, there's so many things wrong with hospitals and all this other kind of stuff too. Like maybe we'll invest in that, right? Now we just completely ignored everything, right? Like even when we're talking about protests and stuff, I know some protests do a good job of handing out masks and stuff, stuff like that, but so many are not, you know, handing out masks and being a safe place for people with disabilities and stuff. Um, so yeah, I think, especially here living in Florida too, oh my God, um, there's just been so much, yeah, I guess fatigue is the word you used because we're definitely not moving in the right direction when it comes to anything like health related. Um, even pet, like even with, I mean, it's not disability, but it's health related, just like things with even like with women with, uh, like paid maternity leave. And then I found out, okay, because we're always fighting for paid maternity leave in America, but I found out in other places they have like paid paternal leave for the dads too. Like they just like want people to like 
be a family and get it all together. And I was like, damn, like we're so far behind, just like with all these different medical things. Like it's crazy. I think they even had some statistics saying that for black women specifically, the uh, mortality rate like for birth is like worse than it was a hundred years ago for people yeah. like in general. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, what are we doing? Um, now, obviously, it's because there's money in, place, in all uh, of this. Yeah, there is. There's a ton. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, like I found out, I haven't told anybody. I haven't told y'all this, but so when I just went and Michael, you can. My bad. I'm going on a rant. But I'm no, coming back I, to you because you were no, asking it's just that my question. question for you. Yeah, I found out, and then this made me feel like I can't even like hope for a cure because, like, with CF, what it is, it's a genetic disorder. So I have, um, you know, it's like in my genes, like there's something wrong over there. So. The cure for that would be this like technology that pretty much goes in and fixes the gene, right? Y'all can see how there's a huge ethical dilemma with that, which I hadn't even thought about before because the idea of a cure was so much in the future. But my doctor was telling me that they're working on the technology and they're actually starting with sickle cell patients because they just have like a very specific gene that you can target. Like with people with cystic fibrosis, there's like different mutations so it's harder to figure out how to use that technology but they cured someone with sickle cell it came out that it's gonna cost like two million dollars first of all for the cure okay and then which makes sense because one medicine i'm on one three hundred thousand dollars a year okay if they cure me i don't have to pay that three hundred thousand dollars a year anymore so i can only imagine what my cure will cost but then i was like are you serious how my cure is very much linked with eugenics which is just so crazy to me because like okay you have this technology that can change people's genes so we're talking about uh you know if you get another you know person in power that wants a super race right then when you put like capitalism in it is it going to be a bunch of white people having more access to fixing their genes than other races like there's like a whole (laughs) There's a whole problematic aspect to it that I was like, I can't even just like have a cure and it just be like peaceful. Um, So yeah, to your question, I mean, to your question, like, yeah, it's very, it's been a very draining four years since COVID, um, which definitely has led to my hopelessness. And like, I follow a lot of disability advocates and it's like, people don't take into account the disability issues that are happening in Gaza, even for the, like, say there is a ceasefire and everything ends today. Like, let's just say that happens. Say everything ends today. Do you know the amount of medical problems that are going to be over there that people aren't paying attention to or even care about when it comes to rebuilding themselves as a people? Uh, and like that, there are so many like disabled whole... people who couldn't move. Like the all exactly. the one point million that's in that's in Rafa right now are not even so crazy. exactly, and then obviously like you, you think about it from a level of like okay, obviously there's like injury disability with all the bombings, but there's more than just that too that people just don't take into account. Like when you're talking about like how can you walk all of those miles like if you have asthma and like you don't have your inhalers anymore or you got diabetes and you have no insulin left like there's like all those human rights issues as well um so yeah or you have diabetes and people in hollywood are taking your fucking medication so to cure their fat phobia because they want to be smaller when people all over this goddamn country who have diabetes can't can't get get their medication 
Yep. That's that's a real I'm so, thing too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that's like, a real thing <laughs> really... too. That was Zempic. Yeah, like I told you, like Bro. I got I got to get tested for diabetes because, like I said, like fifty percent of people with CF get diabetes because um, our pancreas gets messed up. Um, but like, yeah, like I was wondering, like, am I even gonna be able to get? Because like they usually put you on metformin or Ozempic, and like I already took metformin, it did I it didn't work well with my system. And I was like, am Ozempic I even gonna be able to get like Ozempic? And there's a shortage <laughs> like, now. Yeah, like so that was I was kind of worried about that. Um, but yeah, sorry, I feel like I kind of hijacked that conversation. But um, yeah, it's it's I'm, I'm definitely feeling very fatigued. Um, very it's okay, fatigued. bro. I'll, I'll fight for you. I, I I got you. No, I appreciate it because I got you. And like honestly, like the reality is, and this is like all due to the misinformation with COVID. Like, although, like first of all, disability will happen to everyone at some point. Like we will all get disabled through age at some point. Like it's going to happen. So like disability advocacy isn't even just for people like it is for yourself because what's going to happen when you become disabled you're going to realize like how much society marginalizes you so it's like even if you don't currently have a disability you should fight for the rights with that because it's going to happen to you eventually um and you know what like someone said a good point they were like all these people that don't think covid is a big deal and all this kind of stuff where do they go when their lives get turned upside down the hospital you you get what i'm saying like they want to dismiss all of the science until they're about to die and then you know they want to take all the resources which they claim are important and then they want to go ahead and take it for all the people that have been fighting and advocating for it in the first place um and then i could talk about this forever i could talk about it forever there's so many no i want information um this is why people yeah that's that's all i got to say i guess and talk about everything that's happening in this country like there's so many people having conversations oh we should be focused on what's happening in this country exactly but they're taking millions and millions of dollars that they could be investing in our healthcare system and bettering our country billions and using it to kill people so yes it is our problem and I don't. And when I, I found out we paid for Israel's bro. universal health care, I wanted to punch a hole through the for wall. seventy-five I, years. They have had free health care while you, sitting at was, home, have had to pay a monthly fee. Yo, and none I of those so people, heated. very few of those people over there, are native to the land. It's just it's so it. it it's sickening in ways that I can't I can't put into words in this moment, but it may it makes me a visceral type of angry. That's what my I, I don't want to say I got I didn't get desensitized so much as I just I've been angry. I've just, I, it went from I feel like I've gone through every stage of grief, <laughs> like like processing yeah, everything that's, a good that's word. happening. It's definitely um, a grieving process. Survivor's guilt. I felt all of that, man, and I tapped out for like a good two three months. I just could I like for real, and, and it's and it's just gotten me to a state of I'm angry. I'm just angry now, and now I just want to fight and yell and scream, um, and prevent more evil people from being uh. <laughs> leaders of this country um that's 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 where i'm at so if, if voting independent wasn't such a long shot i would i i want to do that we need to find a candidate that we can all put our put our time and energy behind bro or something like 
Michael. Be Michael. It's going to be one or the other. That's the, that's, that's the shitty reality. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, for sure. I think it's... <laughs> like, when I think of that, I get so depressed. Like, when I actually think of, like, the actual ramifications of that, I get I get pretty depressed. I really do. Yeah. No, I, I don't... I, I hate this conversation. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate it. But we got it. No, there, there's no fucking universe where, I, where I'm voting for Donald Trump. Yeah. But, for sure. But look what's happening. So, like, like I just said, it's one or the other, and it fucking sucks. I think it sucks how Joe Biden is fumbling so bad to even it feels make calculated. It a race. It feels calculated. Like, how does he? He's handing it over on a silver platter, and that's the frustrating. Like, do you know how easy this election would have been? Yeah. Like, do you do you know how easy it should have been? Like, he had so much easy political capital because of how much everything was getting messed up from abortion to uh, still all these mass shootings to COVID to all the like Israel. Like he, it was. It could have easily been one, but he's taking all of the wrong steps. All of the wrong steps. He and it could be me right and all of, all my recently. conspiracy and stuff, but it feels very calculated. It feels calculated. I feel like we've... Have we talked about Project 2025 on this show? I don't yeah, know yeah, if we have in any great... De- yeah, it feels like yeah. that they, they want that shit to be inevitable is what I'm thinking at this We're point. definitely not doing anything to stop it. Because well, it benefits try, the Democrats as as too. Them, as far as trying to get themselves reelected, they're not doing anything to stop it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing nothing to stop it. They're, they're not doing anything to stop it. As far as that goes, yeah, yeah. So as depressing it is, is I'm I glad we hope... can have these conversations because we have to. I, I, yeah, I'm, I just I'm, wish I'm, there was I... like a a resolution or like a. There is. There is, but it's just <laughs> it's, it's yeah. There is, but here's the thing is. about that. Everybody doesn't want to do that. I do. And I know there's plenty of people that feel the same way that I do. I don't care, bro, because I'm going to get so real. I'm going to get so real in this moment because I really don't care. I've I've had a wonderful life. I am extremely blessed, extremely privileged, bro. I will lay down my life because I don't want no kids. I don't care. Let's get it. That's where I am. That's where I am, and I know there's plenty of people who feel the same way that I do. If I knew that I gave up myself for a better world, then yeah, I'm with it. Like, actually. (laughs) Like, like, actually. I know I'll be greatly missed. I appreciate all of that, but I don't give a damn because continuing to live like this makes everything else feel fruitless. It does, and I'm tired of feeling like that. I'm over here trying to live my day-to-day life and and accomplish my dreams and do cool shit and work on my music and blah, blah, blah. And in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I don't know how much longer the infrastructure is going to listen. Rome fell. Hello. Rome fell. What you're describing. This shit was built like Rome. So what you're just, what you're describing. I'm all for, but it already happened on January 6th and it didn't, it didn't, Results in that was show, that was showboating. That was and showboating, they had, and, and they and had permission more, to be there. <laughs> there's more. There's more of them than the people you want to get together. Unfortunately, and I'm on your side. Oh, you're right about that. I didn't think about it like that, but you're right. There's more of them 
that got together that day than we could ever get together. And yeah, it wasn't, they didn't get what That's they wanted. Do we need to be fueled by hatred like right. them? Because guess what? I hate this. I hate my options. <laughs> like, I hate you. the state of this country. Damn, you're right. I, I never even it. thought about it like that. <laughs> it's, I don't know just, why. It's just the ma- it. it's just the math of it. There's just there's a lot of them. But I'm not gonna go outside with my uh, registered uh, weapon and try to do anything <laughs> alone. I can't do it by yeah. myself. So until until it's there's organized and y'all people. ready to go, bro, let me know. I'll be over here in the meantime. But I'm not. I refuse. I can't let my I, me personally. It, it's the only way that I'm gonna be able to like keep going. To be honest, is thinking that like we have options because we do. We I've been watching a multitude of videos of other countries that have done things to better their country, and a lot happened, and a lot of sacrifices were made, and a lot of people didn't make it, and it was all of that. And I know people don't want listen. We over here in the West with our internet and our air conditioning and our creature comforts and our weed and everything else that we just the luxury we get to relax our liquor like all we just very we're very sedated. I need everybody to wake the fuck up and realize the power that we have. It's more of us. I don't give a fuck. I'm done. I gotta stop. Out of the, there's more of us, bro. There's more of us than there are of them. So what the fuck is good? What's good? That's where I am. That's it. I'm gonna way. just let lead. it go. No, lead the way, Queen. I'ma let no the hell no, cause y'all want We're black women to fix everything. Do black women have to fix do do black women have to fix everything? My God, today. Do black women have to lead the revolution? Because you know, oh, goddamn man. well we would. I don't feel. I don't. I don't want to. Y'all gonna have to do something. I'm tired. I really am. But just let me know where I need to be at. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Please don't kick us off the platform. <laughs> yeah, for, for real, because we can't go on Rumble. Oh, <laughs> that shit is crazy. It's the way from my my friend. After you told me that, my friend sent me a link from over there, and I was like, "Bitch, I just found out that this existed." <laughs> crazy. I'm not going over there. But how do they have? They have organization. They have a hub, an entire website in which they can spew their hatred. Can we like? That makes me so mad. What's it called? Michael, Rumble? Absolutely correct. So the opposite they, website will be what? We're going to be like on Humble.com or something? <laughs> Humble, Humble is cute. <laughs> yeah, that's a good cover. Humble. Yeah. That's nice. I like I'm that. I'm with Humble. I'm with that. I'm with that as well. I, I fuck with that. Uh, <laughs> well. I'm glad I can let out my frustrations on this show. I yeah, love this show. I love you like guys. Was <laughs> it it was. I need. Released. I did, dude. I've been in my room losing my fucking mind, bro. I'm like, bro, can we please, like, please, man? I have a pooch now, an adorable baby that I want to live for, but I'll, I'll, I have family. They can take care of it. Like, what's, let's go. <laughs> Talking about that, I got to pick up my son from school. So, got to wrap wonderful. it up. Um, well, this is wonderful. I, I, <laughs> I hope, I hope that we provided you guys with some entertainment, something to, relax you know even though we always got to talk about real life stuff because it's real life and we're all we 
we just got to do something. But we appreciate you guys watching this show so very much. Make sure you follow us. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a big thumbs up again if you haven't already. Um, and we will see you every. We'll, we'll see you everywhere. We will. Everywhere. <laughs> I take away everywhere. my mic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye.